Hey, Startup Nation. Imagine a job where you can work wherever you want, on whatever you want, from wherever you want. Hello to white sand beaches of Thailand or the comfort of your own couch. Oh, and most importantly, you're your own boss. Now, what if I told you that the dream job could become your reality? This is the life of a freelancer, and with some hard work and with the help of Hectic, it can be your life too. Hectic is an all-in-one business management software built specifically for freelancers who are just getting started or looking to take their freelance business to the next level. Hectic is everything a freelancer needs to get started, from an easy-to-use contracts and proposals builder to client management and project tracking to expenses and invoicing that features click-to-play technology that makes it quick and easy for freelancers to get paid. And we all want to get paid, Startup Nation. Built specifically for freelancers, Hectic is everything you need to get started. Visit gethecticapp.com forward slash the startup life now to learn more and start for free. Yep, adding your first client on the platform will always be free. And if you sign up through gethecticapp.com forward slash the startup life, you'll be supporting me and this podcast because who couldn't use a little support these days, Startup Nation? Visit gethecticapp.com forward slash the startup life to find everything you need to start or grow your freelancing business today and put those in-demand skills to good use in the way you've always dreamed of. The link is there in the show notes. It's time to be about that life, the startup life. Here's your host, Dominic Lawson. All right, Startup Nation, so I hope you're ready to receive some value today. My name is Dominic Lawson, and this is The Startup Life, the show for entrepreneurs and career-minded professionals. You know, Startup Nation, we've gone through a lot of changes over the past year, you know, with COVID, the pandemic, economic crisis, stuff like that. A lot of us are trying to make that change, make that pivot, if you will, and which is why we have a fantastic guest for you today on the show. He's a former NFL player turned entrepreneur and business coach and his new book pivot to win is out now make sure you go ahead uh to the link in the show notes to purchase that book pivot to win he is uh former nfl player jordan babino jay babs what's up man oh man dominic thanks for having me man i i uh really am looking forward to spending some time and to, to chat and uh share some valuable insights that uh i believe your listeners um you know, may be able to implement right away and or at the very least, they can identify the things that has worked or has not worked for them uh, when we when we dive into more about what we're going through and what we're experiencing. Absolutely. Um, Man, once again, thank you so much for coming on the show. And, and let's kind of dive into it. Look, I, you know, 2020 was one for the record books, man. What did 2020 teach you about, you know, business, life, family, all of the above? Just kind of share that with us, if you don't mind. Yeah, you know, um, 2020 has been, um, you know, it's 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 been a historic year, you know, mm-hmm. for many reasons, and um, you know, the pandemic has really forced us to identify the things that are most important to us um, in our life and business, um, and and really, um, you know, provide some, um, I, I think, some some immediate feedback on where we are in our lives. Right. And, and whether that's, you know, us living, uh, in our purpose, uh, wanting to live a life more fulfilled, um, or, you know, cultivating building relationships or understanding the current position that I am, um, in terms of, you know, uh, career path, 
um, may not may or may not be on a certain trajectory in which right. I once envisioned. Um, you know, I think, um, you know, all of us, um, you know, I've looked at 2020 uh, in a way where, um, you know, how do we um, still achieve our, our vision uh, in times of um, one this economic crisis and uncertainty right. uh, with so much happening? And, you know, we talk about, you know, creating a vision. You know, I've many times, I mean, we've all heard start with an end in mind. Absolutely. Um, but, you know, but it's also the process, the journey that makes it all worth it. You know, the measurement of who we, you know, who we are and who we become in the process of achieving what it is that um, what we want uh, far exceeds the reward of the actual achievement. Um, so, um, you know, for me personally, you know, it's it's been spending more time with the family. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've actually feel like that, you know. Through this pandemic, I've been thriving. You know, I hear I mean, that. I, I'm a I'm a social person, right. but selective, but selectively social. Right. You know, I could certainly um, isolate myself and and kind of you know grind out some of you know the work. And then for me, I just happen to be um, you know writing a book and and, and going to school. So right. um, you know, being around people became less distractive for me. So I hope that as uh, I have, many people have throughout this pandemic have had a chance to do some self-reflection, turn the lens onto the inner self and evaluate where we are and where we want to be in life. For sure. You, you know, a, a lot of people, you know, and you kind of talked about this a little bit, you know, a lot of people are making that pivot, you know, uh, you know, because a, a lot of industries are either you know, scaling back or some are even kind of going away. You know, some of those businesses are kind of going away. Unfortunately, unfortunately, we have a lot of businesses that are, you know, uh, kind of closing due to the global pandemic and stuff like that. Uh, and, and like you said, with your book, you know, how to pivot. A lot of people are at that fulcrum point. They're trying to figure out what's next, what to do next. And, and, and you know, look, let's be honest real quick. A lot of times when professional athletes, they they leave the field, leave the court, stuff like that. They don't do so hot after they leave. Kind of talk about what are some of those things that led to your success, being a sports broadcaster, entrepreneur after your uh, NFL career. And what can people learn from that? You know, John Maxwell said that change is inevitable. Right. Right. Growth. Growth is optional. Mm. And 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 we experience change. I mean, daily, you know, uh, you know, moving uh, from one meeting to the next or, um, you know, spending time at the workplace and then having to come home and and be, you know, uh, a a parent or or a spouse. Right. you know, and, and navigating change throughout the day. I, I think we can all, um, you know, navigate change a little bit better if we understand uh, the change and, or understand that we're actually in a transition. And, you know, I, as a former athlete, right. I, well, former NFL player, right. I, I mean, that word former will always be like, we can't play the game forever. Mm, right. And, and so, in identifying and understanding that I was headed for a change, headed for a pivot, I wanted to get ahead of the curve. So I, I think when, when I talk about in, in Pivot to Win, I talk about, you know, th- this, all of the lessons and the successes and failures that have, you know, um, over time that, that have gotten to this point, right. um, you know, I've created or designed what I've used as a model for pivoting. And and it starts with recognizing if you're in a pivot or headed headed for a pivot. And 
and the simple question, you know, we can ask three simple questions, you know, around um, around recognizing if we're in, if we're in a pivot or not. And I think it starts with identifying and understanding uh, who we are. So getting clarity around what it is that we want, desire or um, anticipate for our lives. So it's recognizing um, that we may be um, not in a position where we thought the trajectory of our career mm. or the trajectory of our business should right. be. And or, you know, as we're all experiencing this pandemic. Right. right. So businesses, uh, you know, businesses have, you know, had to recognize, understand that decision. Now, now again, pivots can be planned or unplanned. But starting with the recognizing um, and activating that that sense of awareness uh, to me uh, begins the pivot model. And then as we move as we move through it, you know, there's a there's a deciding factor. It's it's understanding, um, you know, uh, am I committed to making that change for me? Um, I was I transitioned into sports broadcasting, but I still had a player's mentality. Mm. So as I was as I was getting coached on, you know, my on camera presence, my my questions or my answers and my commentary was guarded. So I was still answering questions as if I was in a locker room. Gotcha. You know, I wasn't throwing people under the bus. Um, you know, I wasn't saying why a team, you know, lost or feeling blameful and pointing a finger when, when right. actually I was, I was, but in a sense, uh, Dom, I wasn't giving a viewer what they actually wanted. Right. They wanted right. to know the truth. Like, what's the truth? Like, why was the place successful? You know, and, and so for me, it ended up just shaping my words different. It wasn't about uh, a name of the player. It was the position that the player was in. Um, you know, so I, so those little things I had to, I had to navigate the, the, the step three in, in the model, um, is ground zero and, you know, ground zero is just kind of this, this new, um, this new position of identifying where I am and where I want to go. So when we experience change, there's loss. Right. And, you know, oftentimes, um, you know, we can, we can be at ground zero and, and feel inadequate. We can feel like, um, in a sense that we're uh, kind of experiencing this imposter syndrome, like I'm not the person that I think that I am. And then we start exploring these different assumptions about ourselves, about who we are. But at the core, it's we got to identify what that is. If you're, you know, from a personal perspective, from business, it's, you know, what's our core product or how are we serving our customer, you know, in our ways that we're doing that. Right. And then and then moving through the the, the, the transformative phase of of of, of courage and, and, and transformation is is in those times of an uncertainty. Right. I'm still moving anyway. Right. I mean, this is the only way to clear those blocks. And and maybe it's designing uh, new processes for how we do things. Maybe it's new behaviors or new rituals and habits that we want to form, um, you know, finding or building this support group to help us. Um, move through through change and then when we do it's this transformative stage of sustainability now we're acting and living within our purpose and for a business now we're operating at our highest efficient pace and we're serving our customers at a premium for sure you know you, you mentioned something just now that sustainability piece because you know a lot of times and, and i appreciate your answer by the way uh but a, a lot of times you know we get so inundated with what's around the corner or what's next what's trendy and stuff like that how do you maintain that sense of just not necessarily not growing 
but sustaining the successes and growing upon the things that are already working. Because I think a lot of times uh, entrepreneurs, they fall into that trap. You know what I mean? They fall into the trap of like, what's trendy? What's new? I'm trying to beat the competition. Kind of talk about that a little bit, if you don't mind, Jordan. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 a great great question. Um, and you know, again, in when we're persisting through, um, you know, these levels of of courage, right? Um, you know, it means that it, it may mean that we we take an audit of our behaviors. I hear we that. Take an audit, I hear that. Yeah, we take an audit of how we spend our time. Like if we if if we looked at our time throughout the day. We can easily identify gaps in where we could have, you know, been either been more productive. We've identified this person or this time with this person wasn't worth the time. Uh, and it's actually, you know, it, it, it took me away from something that was most important. But the biggest thing, Dom, I think that stops us from achieving what it is that we really want to do, who we want to become or how we want to grow our business mm-hmm. are those distractions. You know, distractions, it's the it's. It's the one thing that that will, um, you know, derail us from uh, from our path. And, you know, we have these high level of competing interests, um, you know, for as that's vowing for buying for our attention. Um, but again, to answer I, I to answer your question and come mm-hmm. back to, you know, how do we clear those blocks? Right. You know, is it is it designing new process? Is it implementing those new behaviors and forming new rituals? Um, you know, it could be reinvesting in something. It could be investing in yourself or investing in a product that already was proven successful. Um, and so if if we look at what's already working and we identify that as a starting point. You know, before we go out and and try to get the next shiny object uh, that we think that our customers want, it may be just be taking inventory of what we already have right. and what we are, what's already working for us. So oftentimes, you know, again, you know, wanting to do something uh, that someone else is doing or being the first to market uh, for a new product, you know, if that's your business model and right. you know, and your strategy, sure. I mean, and you have a a, a, um, a heavy uh, portfolio in in R and D, right. and you know you want to see some returns from that. Right. You know, cer- certainly different, right? And so that's strategy, of, you know, around that. But but I really believe um, that if we just take an audit of where we already are, it would show us the next path and the next move for us to make. I hear that. I hear that. Thank you for sharing that. Once again, Startup Nation, we're talking to Jordan uh, Babino, entrepreneur and, and business coach. I want to ask you this, man, because. You know, talk about, you know, uh, performing under pressure, right? When, you know, whether it be, you know, uh, in, in business or even back to your uh, NFL days, one one game comes to mind uh, where you broke my heart there and had certain uh, NFC wildcard game tackling my guy Romo. But that's neither here nor there. I'm going to let that go. Uh, but but seriously, though, like talk about when when, you know, there's these pressure points in the business or in the game. What's that mentality like, right? Like, like you know, you know, you gotta make a play. Otherwise, like things can go drastically the other way. Kind of talk about that mentality to remain calm under pressure, but at the same time, attack, attack, attack. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's that's great too. Um, you know, it's you know when I was a, when I was young, um, I was a kid. I I would uh, compete with my brother. My brother was my biggest. Absolutely. Competitor. And, um, you know, it was nothing sweeter than, than, than beating, you know, little brother beating 
beating Big Brother, but right, it didn't matter. I mean, it was it was a foot race. We throw a, a football into a trash can from 20 yards away. Um, you know, who can make more tackles in a football game? You know, whatever it is. I right. mean, we, we were we were um, we were just competing. And as I got older, um, you know, I was I began to realize that that level of competitiveness was fueled from an external motivator mm. and, and, and I get it. You know, sometimes those things can move us to do, um, to do really great things. I, I, I do understand that. But as I got older and I, and I moved into, um, the profession, um, profession of competing, um, through sports, um, I realized the biggest competitor was myself mm. and, and everything that I wanted to do, or I looked outside for other people to validate, um, can have negative, can have a negative effect. So here, here's what I mean. If this person becomes a starter or this person gets the job, they get, they get the hire. I don't. Someone gets something that you want that you don't have. And then we get into this, you know, this, this negative kind of mindset of, you know, jealousy, envy that can totally deteriorate us or take us off track. From, Absolutely. From our, from our real course. Right. When, when we can evaluate it from a different process and say, Oh, well, what can I, what could I have done better right. that could have put me in a position to become more attractive or to have not made the, you know, the repeat mistake. And although mistakes are good, repeat mistakes are, you know, they're, they're, they're intolerable. Right. Absolutely. Um, and, and, and so that, you know, I, but, but I was cultivating uh, a competitive mentality at a young age. But as I, but as I got older, I realized that it was an internal motivator that was the real factor in me becoming my best self. And so when you talk about performing under pressure, I think one of, one of the cool things that um, you see in uh, successful people is that they have a routine and a routine is just simply a process of, of doing things that can help influence the result. It doesn't mean that success is automatic. It doesn't mean that, you know, I'm, I'm going to win, but it does give you some sense of control. So right. for instance, in, in basketball, you, you know, shooting a free throw, you'll see the, you know, the basketball dribble two times, twirl the ball before it shoots, or a golfer may have a pre-shot routine or, you know, a number of, uh, you know, swings and conversation you may have with the caddy, right. but he's going through his routine, right? And, and his routine is, is simply designed to help me create success in my head so when it's when I'm actually performing it or actually doing it, it doesn't feel like pressure. You know, I, I think, you know, we, we create we create pressure and we create how we feel about pressure. It's like when you start to feel pressure, he's like, oh, I get anxious. My heart starts to race. Right. And that may, and that's that's the natural part of, you know, being human. Of course. Right. But and we can counter that, too, if, you know, one one method of countering you know, feeling anxious about something or, you know, um, highly anticipating something is about to happen is to slow down our breathing. And mm. I think if we start to, if, if, if you've ever experienced a sense of anxiety or, or, um, you know, or, um, wanted to, um, you know, be in a place before you, you're there, it's, it's being able to slow down and take some deep breaths. Because when when we do that, when we have that sense of anxiety, our chest begins to constrict, you know, our posture begins to, you know, slump, you know, right. And and everything that we're feeling is right here in the gut and right here in the chest. When when I would say 
just practice opening your arms, widening and lengthening your chest mm. and slow down your breathing. And that to me um, has been one of the triggers that that's worked for me. It's one of the things that I talk about in the book Pivot to Win. And uh, I think it's just a, a simple, um, you know, a simple little tactic that, 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 you know, anyone can use when they have these levels of feelings um, about, about uh, you know, our emotions or about pressure. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and I appreciate that. And, you know, and you, you mentioned something and I was going to talk about this later, but, you know, we're kind of here now. Uh, you you kind of dived into just a little bit about like, you know, breathing and stuff like that. And it reminds me that, you no, know, we're in an era right now, Jordan, where a lot of people are really focusing on that mental health piece when it comes to uh, you know, uh, creating their businesses and stuff like that. Kind of talk about that a little bit, because that seems like that's a very important part. And you talk about this in the book. Yes, yes. And, you know, I would I would, you know, say, Dom, is that, you know, we all will experience these barriers in life. And, Big facts. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, you can you can you can you can bet on it. You know, I mean, you can set a goal today and I'm at, you know, the you know, life and distractions and and unnaturally, I mean, it's, I'm not even saying this is just malicious by anyone. Right. Um, will, you know, derail you from what it is that you want to do, who it is that you want to become. Right. And so, um, you know, change is just one of those life lessons that just never stops. You know, it's, it's the choice that we have from deciding, um, you know, whether we're going to grow from it or not. And, um, you know, this pandemic, personally we talk about it um you know for me has really forced me to uh you know ha- focus my lens on on the self mm. and and it's been a you know it's been a high level of uh, mindfulness practices um you know that that is that has helped me you know find some peace within you know right. certainly in times of uncertainty and, right. and and when we're going through what we're going through and you know there's you know, fear and, um, and death and, and, um, you know, loss of jobs and the inability to, um, you know, to, to pay and keep the lights on. And we see at a, at a crazy rate that, uh, people are losing their homes and, right. um, you right. know, it, and it's, 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 I mean, I mean, it's already, a um, you know, an existing, um, um, challenge of mm-hmm. trying to find equality in in our country right uh, be it you know in 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 every component in, for sure in finance and in, in, in well-being and uh in economics and in livelihood mm-hmm. um but now we're challenged even more and you know I, it's it's to me has been one of um in the you know the the most um I would say satisfying things that I've done to create stillness in this time. And it's mm. been those mindfulness practices. So, so for anyone who's never, um, practiced meditating, um, you don't have to start with 60 minutes of meditating. You don't have to start with a 40 minute yoga session. Uh, you don't have to do that. I mean, it's to me, it's the, the, the consistency of it is more important than, you know, how long I do it I hear that because, because we can we can really deter ourselves and, and try to set high level goals that think that that seems beyond our stretch. And, you know, come day three, you're like, you know, distractions seep in. 
Right. right. So if you never practice meditating or if you never practice and yoga, never practice yoga, start with the basics. Start with 60 seconds. I mean, it's hard, Dom, and you and of I course. know it. But it's Man, hard look. <laughs> to turn your brain off for 60 seconds. Absolutely. Especially and, in this day and age. Yeah. Oh, man. You know, when when distractions seem like it's happening every 35 seconds, right? right. There's a new ping. Someone wants your attention. My social media feed, you know, all of these different notifications and things of that nature, um, you know, are, are distractions that that have that are just um, negative uh, emotions that shoots through our body. Um, you know, when we start to talk about feelings and, uh, oh, my phone's ringing. Oh, who could it be? It's right. Like, oh, I better get that. Right. When I'm. I've been totally opposite. You know, my phone could ring, but if I'm in the middle of dinner with family, I'm not answering the phone. I hear that. I hear <laughs> you know, that. And, and, and so some of those practices of being present, um, those mindfulness practices as well that I just talked about, those breathing exercises in a time like we're going through today is is part of uh, the vitality of us moving forward as a people and more so as a person, an individual and an organization. All right, Startup Nation. So we're going to go ahead and take a quick break. We got to pay some bills. Once again, my name is Dominic Lawson and you're listening to The Startup Life. Hey, Startup Nation, I think we can all agree that 2020 was more or less a dumpster fire, right? I mean, come on, on top of surviving a worldwide pandemic, good friends and family of mine lost their jobs, had their hours cut, or went out of business altogether. Yet many of these same people are talented creatives, web developers, photographers, graphic designers, SEO specialists, and writers with solid, marketable, in-demand skills. So I've turned them onto Hectic. Hectic is an all-in-one business management software built specifically for freelancers who are just getting started or looking to take their freelance business to the next level. Hectic is everything a freelancer needs to get started, from easy-to-use contracts and proposal builder to client management and project tracking to expenses and invoicing that features click-to-play technology that makes it quick and easy for freelancers to get paid. And we all want to get paid, Startup Nation. Built specifically for freelancers, Hectic is everything you need to get started. Visit gethecticapp.com forward slash the startup life now to learn more and start for free. Yep, adding your first client on the platform will always be free. And if you sign up through gethecticapp.com forward slash the startup life, you'll be supporting me and this podcast because who couldn't use a little support these days, Startup Nation? Visit gethecticapp.com forward slash the startup life to find everything you need to start or grow your freelancing business today and put those in-demand skills to good use in the way you've always dreamed of. The link is there in the show notes. All right, Startup Nation, welcome back as we continue our conversation with today's guest here on The Startup Life. For sharing that once again, Startup Nation, we're talking to Jordan uh, Babineau, uh, author of Pivot to Win. And Startup Nation, if you want to check out everything that's going on with Jordan uh, and maybe, you know, you're looking for some coaching and stuff like that, go to pivottowin.com. We have a link there in the show notes for easy access if you listen to the replay on the podcast. Jordan, I, w- I want to talk to you about some. Let's kind of transition here a little bit because we have many people who are business owners out there who listen to the Startup Life. And look, man, they're, they're going after contracts. They're going after stuff. 
And look, man, they they hear that 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 pesky two letter word, right? No, right? You know, and so you talk about like how to not to take no for an answer, man. Kind of talk about that a little bit if you don't mind. Yeah, um, you know, in, in in pivot to win, I, I share you know several stories, and a, right. a lot of them are, um, you know, a lot of them are centered around one. Um, well, pivot. Let me just share this. Sure. Pivot to win is 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 a story. It's a journey. Right. right? It, it's it's a book to help people navigate change. And and over this course of the book, you know, through my own personal growth and business development, I talk about my failures and successes along the way. So it's designed to help people, you know, as a tool to utilize and position themselves to to navigate change better. When when um when when being told no, there's you know, as a, you know, as a child, you're like, well, I'm told, you know, you're constantly being told no. I mean, right. Of know, course, you know, for, for, for quite some time. Right. And, and you look for ways to find a way around it. Well, mom says, no, go ask dad. Right. Or, mm-hmm. um, you know, you, you know, this, this, this person won't allow you to do it, but maybe someone else will. It's like, or you're not the person who has the authority to make that decision. And maybe I should talk to the person who does. Right. And, and and so that's one part of it, mm-hmm. um, just being told no and, and finding a way to still get your yes, you know, and whatever that is. And and then there's not telling yourself no. And here's where the the real shift happened for me as a professional football player, alpha mentality. Um, you know, I don't need help. I can I can figure it out. I can do it all. I, I got all the answers. And and. You know, it, it, it's I mean, those are really like career suicidal type of thoughts and attitudes. Right. right. It's like, I mean, how, how much how much do you think you're going to achieve by yourself? Right. You know, I, you know, without helping other people or without involving other people, or without having a team around you to help achieve the things that you desire. Right. Mm-hmm. So I had to shift from what was this macho football alpha male mentality and thought process of how I approach things to now being more open and accepting the things that maybe I wasn't so good at. Right. And it meant being vulnerable. And, you know, I think the biggest thing too, even in leadership, uh, Dom is this piece of being vulnerable. There's mm-hmm. a high, uh, a sense of, of, um, you know, leadership qualities when, when you look at the great leaders who can, who can say, even though I don't know the answer to what we're experiencing in this COVID, I don't know the answer. I'm willing to facilitate it with my team so we all can discover what those new ideas are. Right. And 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 I guess quietly in saying that, you know, there was a sense where I I had a fixed mindset, mm-hmm. you know, on right. certain things and and had to really open myself up, one, to being more vulnerable, um, facilitating and offering greater conversation to grow. So then I can move into a growth mindset and that growth mindset is what what allows us to be open to new ideas, open to new concepts and new ways of designing things and new processes of how we, you know, implement strategy or, um, you know, how we onboard, you know, our clients or our customers right. or our, our employees. And so, yeah, so it's one thing, you know, just to be told no and, and have to go, you know, find another way to do it. But equally and more important, not telling yourself no. I hear that. I hear that. That's one of the things that a lot of people say that, you know, uh, let the other part say no. Don't tell don't say no to yourself. So I definitely uh, understand that. I want to ask you this, man, kind of transition a little bit. Um, 
you know, you, you, you talked about, you know, your clients and stuff like that just now when, when they call Jordan and, and to say, like, you know, we need help. What is what are they asking for? What are they looking for? Like, Jordan, we need help with this. We're trying to figure out that kind of talk about that a little bit. Yeah, that's a that's a great question, um, you know, because, um, you know, I've I've had a, a chance to, you know, to to meet and, and, and um, you know, conversate with uh former uh, CEO of, of Ford Motor Company mm-hmm. and, and, and Boeing, uh, Alan Mulally. And, you know, Alan, you know, his beliefs around um, change or reaching a goal or a team alignment is uh, centered around um, everyone knowing the plan. Right. And oftentimes when customers call with, you know, uh, concerns, um, it, it it means that that I have to shift away from being a person who's offering a product or a person who's offering a service mm-hmm. uh, and and become more so a listener to what and understanding the customer needs. You know, right. <laughs> you right. know, I think it, I think it's, it's one thing to have a great product. Exactly. You, know, you can have you can have a great product. But if it's not what your customer needs, then, you know, um, chances are the success of the business you know, will be challenged. And so again, I think as leaders and entrepreneurs, um, you know, while, while we're learning and having to, um, you know, build team, build strong teams, uh, and having to, uh, cultivate relationships with our customers and clients and, and, uh, you know, what may be a, a future potential need for our customers as well. It requires us to listen. It requires us to, um, to understand, uh, some of, you know, their, uh, challenges um, as well, and then um, you know providing the best solution. Uh, you know, without having to go design new product, invest a lot of money, and all. Right. I'm not, I'm not, that's not what I'm saying. I mean, right. that's, a, that's a whole different thing. Of course, but what I'm saying is just to better understand how you can serve your existing customers. Right, and and that's what's important. I hear that. I, I hear that. Thank you for sharing that. Hey, Jordan, man, if I, I were to ask one of your clients, man, what what's your coaching style? What would they tell me? You know, Dom, um, <laughs> relatable. Okay. Relatable. I hear that. Um, you know, because, you know, here I am, I, I have built successful businesses mm-hmm. and I have, um, I've also failed. I've also built failed businesses. I hear that. My first, my, my first business was a, um, you know, it was, it was a family business, uh, early 2000s. It must've been, I must, you know, early in my professional career mm-hmm. where, you know, you're like, okay, well, I'll invest some money in this. It seems like a good idea, but I'm going to focus on football. So right. you guys go ahead. Gotcha. So, you know, it's, you know, almost one of the worst things that you could possibly do, right? Mm. How how can how can um, you know? In, in other words, in you you better inspect what you expect, right? I mean, right. I'm expecting a return. So let me, you know, if if, if the cadence of our meetings of, is, is understanding what that is, then, you know, let's check the numbers weekly and, and, and get, you know, you know, more freq- frequency a- around what it is that we're actually, what a return actually looks like. Right. So, so yeah, so, so that, that first failed business was that, you know, that expensive lesson into you right. know, business entre- entrepreneurship, you know, and then, 
you know, design another, you know, successful businesses. So my brother and I started a, a production company where a lot right. of the processes that we did in the beginning were completely different. Um, I mean, it, it was, it, we were still investing in content. Um, and, but the difference was we didn't have to manage employees. We didn't have to manage people. Mm. Our processes were, 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 were pretty elementary in, in, right. in terms of, you know, how we needed to, you know, to facilitate a successful product, right? I mean, we go from, you know, a, a concept, a script, an idea, you know, hire a company to, to film it, produce it, and then, um, and then we get a, a certain type of output. Well, <laughs> you know, here, here, here we are again and having to, um, the same conversation of, um, you know, people managing, uh, you know, the business or the idea or the investment that, um, weren't qualified to do so. And, mm. and, and there was a point where I had to step in and, you know, more than anything, all of, all of those, you know, business conversations have been new opportunities to learn. I hear despite, that. Uh, and I get it. I mean, no, who, who wants to lose money? Of course. You know, who wants to invest in something and not see, you know, their return or to see that it was something that helped people or made the world better or, you know, did something, you know, to help a certain group of people. I mean, that's, that's the, that's the dream, right? That's, right. that's the, that's the ideal outcome. Um, but, but in those conversations for me, it, it was nonstop learning. And so in, in, in pivot to win, I, I talk about, you know, some of those lessons in, in those, in those early business failures, uh, and how I was able to move through and, and become, um, you know, and get to the place where I am today, a little bit more sustainable, um, you know, better processes, um, you know, helping and working with people better, um, you know, because I, I think there was there was also a, a place where there um, I needed to mature as a leader. Right. You know, I, I mean, really, I mean, and that's, you know, really, that's just being being honest with myself. I, I did personal audits before I looked at, you know, out to other people. Like, what are the skills that I need to develop to help this win? And that's where I started. Um, and now, Dom, I've, um, I'm about four months away from, uh, graduating with my MBA. I hear that. Uh, and I've went, you know, I've decided to go back and increase my business acumen and better understand some of the things that I want to do and the person that I want to become, the leader that I want to be, right. the influence that I want to have on people and the impact that I want to leave on the world. Those things are important. Uh, they're important to me. Uh, but it started by understanding myself a little bit better taking personal accountability before looking externally at those who may have you know mismanaged a product or, or a project i hear that i hear that and i appreciate that transparency there because i think a lot of times people look at you know either successful entrepreneurs or even business coaches is like well you know and, and to be fair some business coaches are like well i know it all i don't need to constantly improve sharpen the saw and so i, I well first of all congratulations uh, being four months away from NBA, but also I appreciate the transparency of saying you're always improving, always sharpening the saw, always trying to get better. Uh, I, I see that that athletic mentality still is kind of in there from time to time. I see, yeah. so <laughs> I definitely appreciate that. Once again, Startup Nation, we're actually wrapping up uh, with Jordan uh, Babino, author of Pivot to Win. Once again, if you want to purchase that book, we have a link there in the show notes for easy access. If you listen to the replay 
on uh, the podcast. Let me ask you something really quickly, man, because I, I know you're there in the Seattle area. We're actually uh, one of our radio partners is KKNW there uh, in Seattle. You know, so they're definitely uh, enjoying this conversation in this interview, man. Just kind of talk about in, in your aspect and your commentary. What's the the entrepreneurial landscape there in Seattle from what you've seen and you, you being there and stuff like that? Yeah, you know, I I, I believe now, um, you know, where we are in terms of uh, how technology has rapidly developed, mm. uh, the, the exponential growth of, um, you know, exposure to, uh, you know, the Internet, social media uh, and all of the different platforms that are available to us. Um, now, more than ever, we have an an unlimited amount of resources at our disposal mm. at the drop of a second. I mean, you can you can. We each have an assistant available to us, right? In in our in our phone, right? Exactly. <laughs> you know, I mean, we're not short of information, and 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 if we're not short of information, Dom, then 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 what what is the challenge for us to achieve what it is that we want, or you know, the person that we want to become? And you know, again, oftentimes I go back to um, to distractions. You know, there there are just so many things that are fighting for. Uh, our attention that right. it's de- derailing us from becoming or achieving what it is that we want. The, the opportunity <clears throat> for entrepreneurship um, in Seattle is huge, but but I think globally uh, now more than ever we can communicate with people across the world mm-hmm. uh, very easily. Um, so um, you know, in, you know, I I I kind of I kind of look at that as uh, a high value. Uh, but also have to look at it from the lens that how do I leverage, um, you know, the the exposure into these different communities and right. to, uh, other countries to potentially grow and 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 reach a new customer base or um, provide a new product for uh, people in a different part of the world where may not you know be a need uh, you know where we're looking so always looking for you know opportunities to grow. Um, you know, personally, sure, but in the business as well, I think if we're, um, you know, open, uh, and, and kind of have our, our, our mind and our ears and our ears and eyes open, uh, to other opportunities, then we can see farther than where we currently are in our current position. But entrepreneurship, I think, um, as tough as it is, <laughs> mm-hmm. and, and, and you, and you, and you know, Dom, Man, one you got you got you got to put some work in. You got to put look. the work in. <laughs> um, but but the opportunities, the opportunities, absolutely, yes, be, I think endless for sure, for sure, absolutely, definitely, definitely know a little something about that life for sure, man. I appreciate that, man. Before we we wrap up for today, man, once again, I just want to say thank you so much for your time and your energy and your book. Once again, that book, Startup Nation, is Pivot to Win. We have a link there in the show notes for easy access. If you listen to replay on the podcast to purchase that book. If you would, man, just kind of talk about the Babino Foundation. I know it, it focuses on you know, research for lupus uh, and stuff like that. My best friend's uh, mom just passed away a few months ago, uh, you know, due to complications to lupus. Kind of talk about, you know, your foundation and why it's important to you, if you don't mind. Yeah, thanks, Dom. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I, I really believe um, and, and I'm thankful for, you know, the values that my mother instilled in us Mm -hmm. and um you know it was it was faith it was um uh you know obviously education and it was helping other people um and you know there 
I mean, look, we grew up poor in Port Arthur, Texas, right. economic ruins surrounded by negative influence of drug abuse, violence, and, you know, negative influences um, that could have easily, um, you know, sent my brother, myself, or any of my siblings, right. you know, uh, to an early grave or to the, you know, to the prison. And, you know, super thankful, um, you know, for, for uh, you know, for my mom instilling those core values into um into who we are and you know there's some things that as a child that you you don't know or understand but the older you get and the more experiences that you have you know you look back and and make that childhood adulthood connection right and and it's 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 been a powerful experience for it's been a powerful experience to you know to 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 go through that process um you know we're we're given quite a bit you know, I, I think all of us, um, you know, and and when I say quite a bit, I'm not talking about you know how much money you have in your bank account or, right. you know, um, you know the you know the great clothes and and stylish bags and, and things that you have from a possessive standpoint, but but you know even you know the fact that we have good health or the fact that we have running water or the fact that we have these smaller things that don't seem to be, um, you know, um, you know. I would, I would guess say, you know, very flamboyant, right. uh, in, in that, in the sense of it's, it's normal, like right. live in United States of America, mm-hmm. but I could easily walk down the street, Dom, and see a bunch of people who don't have a warm, don't have warm water, or right. don't have a warm bed or, 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 or eating out of the trash can. I saw a man eating out of the trash can. Mm. They brought, brought a tear to my eye, right? you know? And so we're in these positions as leaders, as entrepreneurs, as business owners to also help facilitate growth within our community. And I think for all businesses that there is a corporate and social responsibility mm. of ensuring that we affect and touch these different areas in our lives. And I guess, I mean, you know, Don, we'll have to save our, our conversation, another conversation from you know, all of um, th- those social and injustice issues for that's sure. happening for sure. within our country now. Absolutely. But still, if, th- but there's a corporate responsibility. I mean, even environmental change, we can talk about the environment, right? When, when corp- companies and organizations for so long have created and co- created the problem, you know, now, now are, or are owning the responsibility of providing more sustainable products, more bio-friendly um, you know, type of material. Right. Uh, we start. You're starting to see the supply chain of, you know, of different corporations more inclusive of of minority businesses, and um, and there's growth there. Absolutely. And, but we're not. But we're not there. And so, um, you know, having a foundation or being able to help other people is embedded in who I am. I hear that. And whether I, I have a dollar or whether I have a thousand dollars. There's always a chance to help other people. And I think with that mindset makes the world a better place. For sure. Uh, For sure. And I can definitely hear your passion uh, in that, Jordan, for sure. And I definitely look forward to uh, and very open to that conversation uh, in in the future as well. I know you got to sell some books and stuff like that right now. But, you know, once again, Startup Nation, that book is Pivot. Uh, to win. Uh, it's absolutely. Uh, we have that link in the show notes for easy access. If you've listened to the replay on the podcast and that's going to wrap up our time with Jordan. Uh, once again, thank you so much, my man, proud son of PAT, man. Appreciate your time, boss. 
Yes, sir, Dom, and anyone who wants to connect with me can do so on you know any social media platform. It's George Babbitt across all channels, uh, and then uh, I'd love to connect with you and uh, join the, the Pivot community so uh, that I can learn from other people as well. I mean, I think it's equally important um, for me to hear stories of people and how they navigate change and things that you know they've been able to overcome. Um, share that with the community. Uh, we're going to grow this thing, and uh, yeah, we're, we're, we're going to create change. And uh, we're looking for a bunch of change agents uh, who have a positive and growth mindset and want to do good in the world. Absolutely. Thanks, Dom, for having me. And um, yeah, I look forward to connecting uh, again. And uh, to all your listeners, uh, thanks for the time. Sounds good. And real quick, Starter Nation, before I let you go, make sure you check out Pivotal Moments Podcast with Jordan Babineau. We have that link there in the show notes. Uh, for easy access as well. Thank you so much, my man. And as always, Startup Mission, if you have an idea, be about that life, the startup life. If you want to let us know what you think about our show, have an idea for a show topic, or would like to advertise on our show, send us a message on the Startup Life Podcast Facebook page. And while you are there, like and follow our page as well. It's a great way for us to engage with you, Startup Mission, and really grow our community. The link is there in the show notes. Subscribe to the show as it can be heard on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher Radio, Spotify, or even on your Facebook timeline or any other platform you like to get your podcast. If you are listening on Apple Podcasts and you find our content valuable, please give us a five-star rating as it will help us climb the charts and help more people find our show. You can also listen to the show on the Startup Life Podcast new website. There you will find the all-new startup blog where I write on many topics that are interesting and helpful to you on your path to entrepreneurship. And hey, If you have an idea, be about that life, the startup life.